What's up, Buds? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. It was way better than normal. Yeah. It's amazing cool. how much of a difference a one less Vince McMahon makes. Like, if anyone wants proof this is what our country needs to bring in younger people, just look at how WWE changed one week by getting rid of the old fuck. Like... There's a big election in November. Just go vote for whoever's youngest. But I don't know if that's really a good idea. <laughs> I don't think that's how you should vote. No, it is. Just whoever's younger. Especially if you're in Kentucky. If you're in Kentucky and you have Mitch McConnell on the ballot. Actually, I don't think he's running this time. But if he was... And if you, wherever Pelosi's from, vote her ass out, too. All these old fucks. Like, <laughs> get rid of them. Let's get some fresh blood in here. Right? Speaking of getting rid of old blood, Ric Flair had his last match. Right. <laughs> that was a good transition, that dude. That was good. You set that up nicely. I'm proud of you for that <laughs> yeah. one. I don't know if you meant to or not, nope. but well done, sir. That's good. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> So we had a bunkhouse battle royal on the pre-show. Let me just say, this card looked good and was a pretty solid card. Yeah. Um, matches were super short because Ric Flair had to have like 72 minutes for the fucking main event. I mean, did you see him move? Well, yeah. It was a Ric Flair match at... 72 years old. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Mance Warner won the battle royal. And they ended up announcing on Wednesday that that meant he got a... Was it fourth? No, it wasn't for the championship. It was a good it was a eliminator yeah. match or whatever they call them. Contenders or eliminators, yeah, eliminator. Mm-hmm. Well, so that was pretty cool though that they did that. Um, then on the main show we had the Wolves, Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards, versus the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban. Yes. Um, and the Guns won. I didn't see this either. Yeah. I missed the, I didn't watch the pre-show. I did. I went and saw that Nope movie um, and didn't make it back until like an hour in. So. I just didn't. Yeah. Um, let's see. Then we had Killer Cross versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. This is where I came in. Okay. Because uh, Davy Boy Smith was making his entrance when I came in. Nice. Yeah, we're going to talk about Cross again, Jesus. Right, six days later, yeah. Uh, we had Jonathan Gresham versus Nick Wayne versus Alan Angels versus Takeshita in a four corners match for a shot at the Progress Wrestling World Championship. Mm hmm. So, and Gresham won. Yes. Um, so, so much for him quitting wrestling. It happens. Doesn't mean he just the number one contender for pog progress now. Um, well, um, maybe he meant not like quitting immediately, but after like all of after his contracts are, and yeah. like if he's still contracted to do stuff with Impact, then he's still going to do it. Like that's what a lot of guys do when they say they're done. They actually mean, you know, I've already agreed to these things. I'm not going to be a dick and back out. And he doesn't strike me. Like, he does seem to like drama, but he doesn't seem like the kind of guy to not do a show or to back out of a show unless he had, like, a really good fucking... I mean, he still showed up for the fucking Ring of Honor show, even though he was obviously all kinds of butthurt about it. So, yeah, him and his wife um, just seem like the kind of people that really like drama. It does. Um... Oh, and we got video packages through this whole thing for from people, you know, thanking Flair, telling stories or mm -hmm. whatever. So uh, then we got Ricky and Carrie Morton versus Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson, and uh, Anderson and Pillman won. So that's pretty cool. That's where I came in during that match. Okay. And then uh, four-way flippy stuff match. Ray Phoenix, Laredo Kid, Black Taurus, and Bandito. Yeah. There was a lot of flippy stuff. Yeah. Phoenix won. He did. Then we had the Impact World Championship match. Mm hmm Josh Alexander versus Jacob Fatu. Yeah, this was a fantastic match. Yeah. Josh Alexander retains. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, this was great. I'm a big fan of Jacob Fott, too. Yeah, because Brian Myers, Cardona, and uh, Mark Sterling all showed up, so... Unless he doesn't want to, I fully expect to see Jacob Fott, too, in WWE as soon as his contract with MLW is done. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's a guy Triple H would want to scoop up. Mm. I don't know how he hasn't been scooped up already. Right. Guy's fucking fantastic. I don't know how Vince McMahon didn't scoop up Hammerstone from it. MLW. Yeah. He's like fucking Hulk Hogan now. <laughs> uh, the Von Erics took on the Briscoes. Yeah. The Briscoes won. Briscoes won, of course. Yeah. Von Erics look pretty good. It's the first time I've seen them wrestle, so. They're, you know, they are. The problem with the Von Erics is, is that, I think, is that they live in fucking Hawaii still with their dad. He's the only one that's still alive. Yeah. And because of it, like, their showings and appearances are so limited because, like, mm. they're not coming back and forth from Hawaii all the fucking time. Yeah. So I think that's uh, probably one of the reasons why you haven't seen or heard more of from them. Mm-hmm. I've seen them both in MLW and, uh, or no, just in MLW, right. Von Eriks. And, yeah, I've been impressed with them so far. But I think if they were around more, they'd be even better. Yeah. Uh, Impact Knockouts Championship Triple Threat, Jordan Grace, Deanna Parazzo, and Rachel Ellering. Um, scary moment at the beginning of the match. Yeah. With Ellering. Yeah. Um. I thought she was hurt for real. Yeah. She's lucky to come back, because I thought she, that, broken her, tore a tendon or something. Something. In her ankle. Yeah, the way she rolled over on it. Yep. Yeah, when they showed the replay, it was like, oh, she's done. It's in her match. But no, she continued on pretty quickly after, too. Yeah, it was a few minutes, but it was still, yeah, she was back in there. Um, But Jordan ends up winning and retaining, so. Mm -hmm. I mean, you didn't think any championships were changing. Yeah, not at this show. Uh, So, and then her main event. Main event! Ric Flair and Andre El Idolo, Andrade El Idolo, versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. First, let me just say that Andrade and Jay Lethal worked their asses off to try and make Ric Flair look as good as he could, and it was still awful. So bad. Um, Dude could barely move, barely walk around, he was so fucking slow. This was the only match on the card that Dave Meltzer did not give a rating to. <laughs> um, it was just, yeah, negative five stars. Like, I th- will say, Jarrett looked good, too, for his age mm-hmm. and everything. I thought, like, it kind of made me want to have a, see a match between him and Sting, just because. <laughs> um, why not? Um, and there was, like, obviously shenanigans. There was... His wife. Way too much. Uh, Way too much. Karen Jarrett was out there, and... Um, Flair bladed. Yeah, Flair bled and bladed. That was dope. Um, then the brass knocks came out, and he was so out of it, he couldn't even get him on the first time. Yep. And... Yeah. He said he doesn't remember most of the match. Right. Yeah, it was just... Jesus. Oh, Taker and Foley and Bret Hart were all ringside, ringside. which was cool. Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock. <laughs> the wor- I don't know which one was worse, like Ric Flair's last match or SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Well, yeah, SummerSlam was way better. SummerSlam was great. He made out with that. With his girlfriend. Girl. And then flicked the camera off and they had yeah. to cut to black on Kid Rock. Right. Dude, he has lost it. Just saying. Kid Rock. He's, uh, he's buddies with Mr. Trump. I don't even think Trump likes him. He's that bad. Yeah, but Trump needs <laughs> the support, so Trump tolerates him. Right. Like, nobody likes Kid Rock. You don't like Kid Rock, you tolerate Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I miss his old band. They were cool. With, the. Uh, Josie. Josie and, and the, what's that big lady's name? I can't remember she was. Brown called. Tucker or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. I think they're both dead. And I don't, I'm pretty sure Josie has to be by well, now. Yeah. 
He would definitely. Because they told him back in like when we were teenagers, he only had a handful of years. Yeah. No, he died. I want to say late two thousands or yeah, late twenty ten. We probably were still in our twenties when he died. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, it was not fun. It was not a very good. No. The whole, I mean, the whole card like was decent, but. Nobody had enough time to really get anything going, and like not all the matches needed a bunch of time, but like right. none of them had any time to really get going. And like twelve minutes, I think, well, was the longest match outside of Flares on the card. Yeah, it was. Um, it was also the second highest grossing independent show in America ever. Ever after all in. Yeah, and only by like a couple hundred dollars. Oh wow! Yeah. So, I'm not surprised. They they did the exact did. same thing they did with All In around Ric Flair's match this time. Right. Um, yeah, yeah and it was, how to promote these things. Yeah. It was 6,800 people sold out. That's nice. That's a good number. But you got to think, though. Like, yeah, All In was cool. But if you're at Ric Flair's last match, everybody's buying a t shirt. Like, if I went there, I'm buying a t-shirt that says I was at Ric Flair's last match. Like, on the, on the, agreed on that from the merchandise standpoint. They made a killing. 3,000 less people brought this gross up is because everybody bought something. Right. A t-shirt, a fucking poster, right. a, a, a program. Uh, right, because, yeah, I don't care who you are. You're getting something that says you were at Ric Flair's last match because it's fucking Ric Flair's last match. I think... I think for me, All In is still the bigger deal because All In was yeah. the event that drew all that people and all that money to Chicago. Right. This was done over SummerSlam weekend, the day after SummerSlam, in right. the same town as SummerSlam. Right. So like, as like comparing apples and oranges, still impressive, still yes. insanely impressive. I just it's been done twice ever, and right. it's been done both in the last five years now. Yeah. It shows that there's still an audience wrestling right we just need good wrestling on tv again with some yep. compelling storylines and some real people that we want to see and believe like stone cold steve austin was in the day right. it's a real dude you could believe in until you made him not real and then what happened the largest number of people ever watching wrestling turned it off and never came back mm -hmm. there's few of us that come back right and nostalgia suckered me back in so yeah, it's my dude. Fault. It's not even. I I guarantee you, had I been sober at that time when you got me back, I would have enjoyed it for the nostalgia value, and that would probably been it. I might have watched a big show, a WrestleMania with you or something, but it right. probably wouldn't be an all the time thing. Yeah, because I would have better things to do with my time back then. <laughs> Wrestling's not nearly as good as it was when we were kids. Yeah, let's talk about SummerSlam, BJ. Okay, that was a show too. Um, I don't think there was anything on the pre-show. SummerSlam was just, just like it wasn't awful, but it wasn't great either. There was some good stuff. Yeah, I mean the, the women's match was fucking I was say, amazing. The it was fantastic. World Championship. Women's it actually championship. started pretty solid, and then the middle got garbage, and then the end was alright. Mm -hmm. But Bianca versus Becky. Because this was great. This yeah. was the best thing on the show. This was probably my favorite thing of the week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Bianca wins. I said, I thought a great match because, well, Becky fucking dislocated her shoulder. And still wrestled on. Because mm -hmm. I'd say it was somewhere in the middle, early half of the match. like. Plus, finally, some long-term long storytelling in mm -hmm. WWE with this one going on from SummerSlam last year when Becky came back. Right. And finally and culminating the right way seconds. with Bianca getting that revenge win after losing in 46 seconds. Yep. And showing she belongs at the top of the card. And then the promo on Monday from Becky was just fucking gold as well. Uh, yeah, well this then, was this was like the best thing all week, dude, was yeah. Becky and Bianca. Mm -hmm. So good. I'm pretty sure they're setting up Ronda and Becky for Mania this year to try and get that feud fired back off again. Um, so, yeah, uh, well, Bianca and Lynch shake hands afterwards. Mm -hmm. And then... And then... Fucking Bailey's music hits, and she comes out, and boo, no, wait, there's more. Dakota Kai's music hits, and, and she comes out. out. But wait! 
There's more. Yeah. EO Shirai's music hits, and EO or EO Sky comes out. Yeah, they changed her name to EO Sky. Right, even though everything still said EO Shirai at the time, but it's one of the name changes that I'm fine with. Um, when they said it on, I only heard commentary say it once at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. um, and I thought. They just misspoke and didn't yeah. make anything of it because the graphics still said Io Shirai. But yeah, they no, it's nope. it's yeah. a deal. But anyway, so That's yeah, much. they're a group and they're together, and it was dope. Mm-hmm. So fantastic to see Bailey back finally. First time in front of fans since March 2020. You and I have been asking for Io Shirai to be on the main roster since before COVID started, and finally. Yep. And Dakota Kai quit and came back because Triple H in charge. And this is the first of hopefully many. He's going to bring a lot of his people back and finally so. try and push some new people in wrestling. I hope so. Me too. Tired yeah, of shame. We've, already gotten, <laughs> we've already gotten three new people within six days. Like four, technically. Right. Um. So, yeah, it's dope. Uh, Logan Paul versus The Miz. This ended up being a way better match than it should have been. Yep. Logan Not Paul. as good as Paul's last match, his tag match that he had at WrestleMania, yeah, but it was still a really good fucking match. Mm-hmm. That fucking frog splash off the top rope through the announcer's table was beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. So, yeah, in my and opinion, he's two for two now. Mm-hmm. And he wins. He's welcome back anytime. Right. He, uh, well, he signed a multi-year contract, so I don't know if I had it for news and rumors or not, but he's supposedly supposed to have a boxing match in December, so once he recoups from that... He'll probably be back in time for Mania. He'll probably be back for Mania and Royal Rumble run there, so... Yeah. Um, did I say he won? He won. He did win. Yeah. I don't know if we said it or not, but he did. True story. Mm-hmm. I was there. U.S. Championship. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Lashley won, and fairly quickly, too. Yeah. Very dominating. Yep. Fun match. Yeah. That's really I guess. They both For what them. it was, yeah. There's not much to say. Lashley crushed him. All right. Then we have the Judgment Day versus the Mysterios. Yeah, this is, where, no it's, this is where it starts to go downhill. Like, the match was... Nah. The ending was kind of cool because we got the mm-hmm. return of Edge and a bunch of fire and the brood music, which yeah. was cool. The setup was shit. Yeah, because it just looked like there was like a box with the elevator in it and then some steps and they just put them... Right in the middle of nothing, like yeah. right in the open. So you could tell that it was just a box surrounded in curtains with right. some steps. Right. And was, uh, yeah, Idea, cool. excellent. Execution. Right. Yeah, because they could have done something to hide it, like any, anything. Anyway, but they didn't have a stage, and so yeah, it was all flat because it's outdoors. Right, I guess. And they yeah, and they don't build a big one for SummerSlam like they do Mania. So, because yeah, you you hide the walkway that in, was fucking long enough though. Right? You hide that in the stage or what under the ramp or whatever. Like that's cool, but whatever the fuck they did was not didn't work. Yeah. Um, and the Sirius technically won the match. They didn't even put some fucking fog in or something. Right. Nothing. No. They didn't even have any fake fog. Like, right. nothing. Nothing. So, and yeah, Mysterios. Mm-hmm. Mysterios won. Yeah. Because Edge came back to help him. Uh, we had Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. McAfee's always a fun time. And yeah. He's, again, he's always welcome into the ring as well. Yep. He's a fucking treat. In the ring, on commentary. Mm-hmm. I just am a big fan of Pat McAfee. He's like a little kid watching wrestling. Right. And it's fucking great. It's infectious. Let's even fucking wear it off on Michael Cole. And he hasn't been an insufferable douchebag for two weeks in a row now. It's great. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. And solid in the ring. And yeah, I'll take it. Yep. And he won. As he should. Bum-ass Corbin. Bum-ass Corbin. Um, undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match. Usos versus Street Profits. Real quick. Sorry, before we move on. Yeah. So on Dynamite this week, because uh, we're not talking in detail about weekly shows, there was a spot where Adam Cole 
and Red Dragon turned on the Young Bucks, mm -hmm. and it made this little kid out in the audience cry. And it was a reminder to me that Pat McAfee's been right about the piece of crap Adam Cole was this whole time. <laughs> it's true. McAfee knows. He does know. All right, Tag Team Championships again. I know Usos and Street Profits. Again. Usos won again. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nobody cared again. It was a decent match, always always. Don't care. I'm just saying. I didn't was. pay attention. I don't know if it was or not. Um, but first off, the Prophets should have won. Second off, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Jeff Jarrett there, but whatever. Uh, Seth Rollins and Riddle got in a fight. Yeah. Because Riddle showed up even though he wasn't cleared and... Seth was trying to talk some shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Totally. <coughs> mm -hmm. SmackDown Women's Championship. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. So this ended weird. It's just to continue the story and turn Ronda heel. But basically, yeah. Ronda got her in the armbar. And while she was in, Liv rolled her up. Liv tapped at two. But the referee didn't see it and still counted the three because her shoulders were down. Yeah. And Ronda released the hold, but her shoulders were still down, so the ref gave the win to Liv Morgan and announced her still the champion, and then Ronda turned on her and beat the fuck out of her. And, yeah. That's it. I didn't think it was that weird. It was still... It was weird. It was... It was an attempt to get out without a real clean finish and continue the story, but do it differently than the three ways that they've done it for the last seven years. Yeah. Um, was it the best? No, it, got, it could have well, been done better, but it was all right. And it got Liv booed this week, so... It did. Yeah. She's I still, and I will say, she started off the promo by saying, let me address the elephant in the room, right? Because they were booing her and shit. And never once did the camera cut to this fucking elephant. Fuck Kevin Dunn. No, she did address it, and I thought that was smart. Instead yeah. of ignoring it like WWE stars usually do, right. she came out and addressed No, like, no, and I'm going to defend again and prove that I'm a fighting champion, like, and that I deserve to have this belt. Right. And I was like, yeah, get him back on your side. That's actually smart. Don't just ignore it so you get fucking buried and forgotten. Acknowledge it, and then get the crowd back on your side. Well, that's what, now that she's done with Ronda, she needs, she needs to go in there, and she needs to beat. Clean, Shana. 100%. Like, she needs to beat her clean. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what they're setting up next. Yeah, right. On SmackDown she last night. Match. Yep. Um, Which I actually thought they were giving it to Raquel for for a good minute there, but yeah. So, yeah. And then then our main event. Main event. It probably had the moment of the decade. Like, so good. <laughs> yeah, it did. Paul fucking Heyman took an F five through the announcers table. Spot of the fucking decade, dude. It was great. I'm not talking about that one. No one's better than Paul Heyman. <coughs> I don't know. When you take a tractor and fucking pick up the ring, that, that was, was dope. We should have known something was and up. Roman just it was the old fucking. Out. It was an old fucking practice ring. I noticed it when they lifted it up and didn't notice it the whole fucking show. Yeah. There was no LED boards on the ring. Like we didn't notice this the whole show. And, and we say that after every one, we go back and we're like, every time they do something with the ring like that, we're like, we should have, yeah. Or we do notice it. We were also barely paying attention live, to be fair. It's true. We were playing Ninja Turtles. Until the friends. end, yeah. Um, but no, I thought that part was fantastic. That was cool. The rest it was of the match was a Broman Brock match. It was cool because... I've watched it like eight times. I thought Roman did a good job of selling the roll out of the ring when the ring got flipped up, lifted up. Right. And he also, he being Brock this time, actually lifted it high enough to warrant the overreaction sell from Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. He got it up like a 45 degree angle. Like it wasn't some like two inches off the fucking ground. Like he right. lifted it off the fucking ground. Yeah, I feel bad for the people that paid thousands of dollars to be up front for the show on the other side and then couldn't see the whole end of the match because the yeah. ring was lifted up eight feet into the air and blocked their fucking view. Yeah, <laughs> that fuck about that it was a cool cool looking moment like theory showed up and lesnar just laid him out and that yeah. was the end of theory so he didn't cash in officially so he still has a briefcase right so maybe triple h can figure out something to do there to make it 
Whatever. What I really want is to have, like they did with Kennedy, is have a match for the briefcase and have him lose it and give it to somebody that doesn't suck. I'd be alright with that. They haven't done that in forever. So on SmackDown last night, they had... They had uh, Drew McIntyre come out to go face-to-face with Roman Reigns because, as we all know, they're facing mm-hmm. two weeks from Clash of, the Castle. Now, Clash of the Castle in the United Kingdom. It's going to be a dope show to see. And Karrion Cross showed up and jumped Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Making the question, are they adding Karrion to this match? Is he just making a statement? Is he going to wrestle Drew to possibly replace him? No. Is he next in line after Drew? Because he he's next in line after Drew. So what you think they're yeah. doing with it? Yeah, because they put the uh, hourglass in with Roman. And, yeah, so do you think Cross should be the guy to take it from Roman? No, I don't either. Again, I don't think Roman loses it until the night after Mania. What if Karrion takes one of them off of him? I mean, WWE, yeah. I still... Like, I'm, I've been... Or we get that match and that's when Theory cashes in. Because I'm still okay with Theory taking the WWE from him just to do the youngest. If that's what they want to do with it. Well, I think that was Vince's thing. I don't know if that's the direction Triple H cares to go anymore. I think, You don't have to have him hold it more than a week. I think Trips might be happy with Randy Orton still. Or is Lesnar That's now? true. Is Lesnar the youngest? Is it Lesnar or is it Orton? It's one of those two. Uh, it's Lesnar. Is it Lesnar now? It was Orton, and Lesnar took it. Yeah. I can tell you it's not. Me. No. Five questions, BJ. You're older than them. When they held the belt. The, the fantastic five questions of okay. the week. Number one, what was the best match this week? I'm going Bianca and Becky, personally. It's better than anything on Dynamite. It was better than anything on Raw. Better than anything on SmackDown. Ric Flair's last match. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> We're going to talk about that one in a couple yeah, more Bianca questions. Yeah, Becky's probably... I thought that was the best match. The best. Um, what do you got for best promo package or segment this week? I'm going with Becky from Monday Night Raw. Yeah, the whole... So Monday they did... The first, like, two hours was the girls back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um... I like I loved all that like beating up Becky her promo, um, joining with Alexa and Oscar, uh, yeah, no all that. I thought that was all great. All that for yep. the week, yeah. What should the buds avoid watching this week? If you couldn't tell from earlier, my vote is the Ric Flair match. Yeah, no, that's totally what you need to avoid. Like, I don't know. It's one of those like if you love. Shit shows. It's Check fantastic. It yeah. It is just a it shit is. show. That's it's so good. What are you most excited for next week? Uh I mean I guess I mean excited for Battle of the Belts tonight, just because I want to watch the Cesaro. I'm not I'm gonna to be honest. Match. Um I'm more excited to watch Monday Night Raw. Anything next week. I am, yeah. And I was gonna say, and just to the increase of the quality, the fact that it's in Cleveland, and we might see Gargano show up, especially considering they booked the match between Ciampa and Bobby Lashley for the U.S. belt. Like that's what I want to see is what happens there. How WWE continues to change. Because I'm not gonna lie, I did not expect this much this fast (laughs) already. No, I didn't think anything was gonna change at all until after SummerSlam. Boom, new faction at SummerSlam. They come out swinging on Raw. They were even though not to the same extent. They were still swinging, maybe just one arm swinging Mm -hmm. on SmackDown. But like WWE is really trying to capture on this momentum that they got right now with being in the news and Vince being stepping out and just. I'm really excited yeah, to see. I'm scared for the future of AEW, but I'm really excited to see where WWE's headed because I miss it being good. I think they can still coexist. Um, I think they're different enough. Yeah. I just I see a drop off for AEW. Yeah, we'll see. Um, they got their new contract coming up. Mm-hmm. That's worrisome as well. That's. But see, like. They're still number one on cable for their night. Like 
I get it, but Discovery's still thirty million dollars in debt or billion or whatever the fuck it is. So, yeah. like, even with all the cuts and shit they've made, they're still in a shit ton of fucking debt. Yeah, and they're trying to cut it. And I still their, for the rumors are their priority, their priority, their money. The only thing they want to spend on is shooty hoops. I don't know. They did tout like the cross promotion. They were on. You know, number one on cable on Wednesday nights. Like, they were promoting it pretty highly at their call this week. So. I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's good news. Uh, who's the weekly MVP this week, BJ? Triple H. Yeah, I think you got to give it to... <laughs> like, you know, to come in... I think I'm going to not just say him. I think I'm just going to say the WWE creative team. Yeah, there we go. Um, Usually the worst thing in all of professional wrestling is... The MVP this week. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just I think Triple H coming in taking this over so quickly. Um, just think that he's already doing stuff and changing things. Yeah, trying shit out. <coughs> if it doesn't work, we don't have to keep doing it. Exactly. Now, if our government could just figure that shit out, right? It's like just do something. Anything's better than fucking nothing. Hey, we got money for burn pit victims. That was cool. Finally. Finally, it's ridiculous. Well, it's been a slow week, BJ. Let's wrap it up with some news and rumors this week and let the buds get about their business. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't have much this week. Me either. Um, I did note that they um, took Vince McMahon off of the internal WWE roster. Yeah. So he's not even listed there. Good. Um, Meltzer reports that there are... A lot of WWE talents that are nervous about losing their spots with Triple H being in charge. Mm -hmm. But overall, the move backstage is much more positive than it was before. Especially when it comes to the women who believe that they're going to get a lot bigger focus and attention and a uh, feel of importance oh, he's already proven on the that. show. Which he already Obviously. seems to be showing from mm -hmm. just SummerSlam to now. Yeah, like they got a what, seven or eight woman gauntlet match on SmackDown. They got... Most of the first two hours on Raw, mm -hmm. like even the U.S. title felt fucking super important, important because they had the two triple threat matches and then the one on one. Yep, that's how you and do it. Uh, you already talked about Logan Paul's boxing match. Yeah, we already talked about Ric Flair drawing sixty eight hundred people. Yeah. Um. Sean Spears and Cassie Lee are expecting a baby. That news yes. came out this week. So congratulations to them. That was some good news. Speaking of good fucking news, motherfucking Axel Jim Dawson's cancer free. Yeah, he is. That was no, good news. No more cancer for that. So, ho! He did it. Um, And then the last thing I got, which might be the biggest news of this week, I guess. Okay. AEW put out a press release this week announcing the expansion of talent relations into the development team, including uh -huh. new roles for Sanjay Dutt, QT Marshall, Pat Buck, and Tony Schiavone under their increased expanded talent relations team. Mm -hmm. um, they also announced that it coming to the company both as a talent and as a women's division coach is Madison Rain, yep. who has already been involved and has been seen on TV on two different programs already, both on mm -hmm. Rampage and on uh, the special Dark that aired on Thursday on the YouTube channel this week. And I think she's also going to be involved somehow in some way, shape, or form in Battle of the Belts. So, tonight. Yeah. For us, last night for you, day one buds out there. Should we do once and wills for Battle of the Belts? Sure. It's only like four things. Right. Well, let's wrap up news and rumors. What do you got for us, <laughs> oh, BJ? Yeah, that's, that um, wasn't much this week. Uh, AEW announced their video game. Mm-hmm. True uh, story. I was there. We finally got a trailer. And... Intergender Wrestling. Intergender Wrestling, which Intergender is... Intergender Wrestling. Fucking exciting... Especially because it's a video game. Right. About a fake sport. Right. Um, and like 40 different weapons, they said. And tag team I'm just, online. If they don't have the the, the barbed wire trampoline bed from the Omega Mox match, I don't want the game. Just fuck them. There we go. 
and sparklers so I can have an exploding death match. I need sparklers for the turnbuckles. Right. Or the um, ring posts, not the turnbuckles. The fuck. Right, the sparklers, yeah. Yeah, so we can have an exploding um, death match because you need sparklers for that. Right. But I think it looks really good. <clears throat> um, it'll be released most likely by the end of the year. You have it for pre-order on Amazon and shit, and it lists December 31st, so that so, usually means by the end of the year. My buddies who used to be wrestling fans, the guys I'm in the band with, and mm. who are video game fans, didn't even know AEW had a video game coming out until I told them Thursday about it mm. and how awesome it looked. Yeah. And they asked who was making it, and I said, Ukes. And they were like, who was Ukes? And I was like, oh, they made this little game you may have heard of that a lot of people talk about called SmackDown Just Bring It, which is apparently like the greatest wrestling game in the history of wrestling games. And two of the three of them were like, oh, really? I'm interested in a wrestling game. Yeah. And I don't even watch wrestling. Right. It, yeah, it looks dope. It does look cool. So, yeah, I showed them the trailer and they, they mm -hmm. thought it was neat. Uh, Carl Fredericks has left New Japan. I didn't hear this. first, yeah. Okay. Um, he's not re-signing with the country, so. Fair enough. Or the, with the country. country. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I didn't know they took it, that commitment that serious to wrestling oh, in New Japan. You're yeah. not making a commitment to, you don't just make I a mean, commitment kinda, to. I mean, kind of. You get a work visa, like, <laughs> it's making a commitment to the country, right? I mean, that's <laughs> any country you go to and get a work visa, though. <coughs> Still. I guess. Just saying. Anyways. Um... With out you, uh, PWI Insider is reporting that apparently, you know, with Triple H, and you can kind of see it this week that like uh, wrestlers are getting more freedoms, um, their promos aren't as scripted, you can tell, um, their matches aren't as scripted. No, it's not the same match with just different people in it, they've been having different matches on the wrestling show, they've actually been having wrestling matches on the <coughs> wrestling show, right. and you might have this, but fuck it. They can say wrestler and wrestling again yeah. inside of a company called World Wrestling Entertainment. Yep. Um, and to put that into perspective, so the last show with Vince on it, uh, 718, mm -hmm. was 47 minutes and 29 seconds of wrestling. The first show with Triple H was 63.49. So already minutes more than 15 minutes. And then on the 8-1 Raw, um, it was up to 79 minutes and 14 seconds. To be fair, though, the other two so, are two-hour shows compared to a three-hour show. So No, those, these are all Raws. Oh, those were just the Raws? Those are the three Raws. When you said yeah. the first show, I just... Oh, sorry, back the now. first Raw. Okay. So, yeah, all Raws. So, 47-29, 63-49, and 79-14. It's moving in the right direction. So... Yeah, I like seeing wrestling on my wrestling program. Right, and when you take into consideration, there's probably nine times six, so there's probably fifty to sixty minutes of commercials. So you're only doing two hours right. of your actual show in a three-hour show. To me, it's like the and we got eighty minutes of wrestling. To me, what it was before it was like turning on a football game, and you only get the first quarter, but you still have to watch it for the entire length of the football game. Right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, watching football is rough these days too, because the end so of the, I've heard the end of the first half and the end of the <clears throat> game yeah. are just so fucking if slow these days. Yeah. If it's close, if it's not, it goes pretty quick. But if shooting it's hoops close. games are the same. It's always it's been like that forever. Well, that's though they get like twenty seven timeouts. Right. Shooting hoops games are ridiculous because it takes like mm -hmm. two hours to play the last two minutes of a close shooting hoops game. Yeah. So every once in a while, someone on Reddit um, does a thing where, like, they did who's Dominic's dad, like, by... Yeah, if they were to actually throw yeah. so pass this, it on like a change. Uh, this guy is... I can't pronounce this. Ching... Um, <laughs> I cannot pronounce it. But he did if Ric Flair... So Ric Flair did... Um, <laughs> he beat Buddy Rogers on July 8th, 1979. Okay. And was the... And say that was, you know, when he became the nature boy and stayed the nature boy. Who would be the nature boy now? Who would be the nature oh, boy now? And actually, it's not... It's someone I've never even heard of. He retired a long time ago, probably. So there was... 
So technically, it would have been Kintaro Oki. Okay. Um, but he retired like sh shortly after he won it, and never lost again. So they brought back, or no, that's when All Japan um, broke off. Yeah, and then so like he was out. Of he was out. He retired in '82. He would have been. He kind of retired as it by beating Kevin Von Erich. Um, but then they did um, reinstated it with. They did a like a memorial Oki's All Asia Heavyweight Title. Okay. And that was reinstated in 2018. Okay. <clears throat> and so. If you follow that, it just kind of stays in all Japan, and right now, um, that's lame. That's lame. I Suwama it has it, yeah. Okay. Beat Jake Lee for it, though. Jake Lee's had it five times. I've heard of him. Kento's had it. Kento? Kento has had it, like, a bunch since he came back. Um, <clears throat> some of the people that have it before, Snooka had it seven times. Ric Flair had it a total of nine um, Gino Hernandez held it. Kevin Von Erich, like I said. Um, Greg Valentine. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. It was very, yeah. All yeah. the Japanese names triggered this. Okay. I only saw this this morning, so I don't know if you have it saved or even saw it, because I know you came over pretty quickly after you woke up. Did you see they're advertising the Great Muda's last match? Are they? Yeah. Nice. This year sometime, I don't remember when. I just saw the thing for it this morning. I'll see if I can find it while you continue going with your news and rumors. Nice. Um, so last week they announced the Claudio versus Takeshita match. Um, ended up within like 48 hours of that being announced. They sold like 2,000 more tickets to the show. Oh. Which is fucking nuts. Yeah, like, that is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, we talked about HBO Max. Lex Luger said that if he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, he would attempt to walk across the stage to accept his award, hmm. which is pretty dope. That is pretty dope. And he feels he could do it as well. Well, that's cool. That'd yeah. be fun to see. Right. Did that. Did that. Um, all right. So who's this guy? Um, Brandon Thurston who does a lot of TV stuff and does a lot of WWE stuff. Um, Next spring. Okay. He's got five more matches. Okay. And then he's hanging up his boots. Nice. It's insane. So, yeah. So WWE and AEW both have their deals coming up in 2024. Yes. Uh, for TV. As of now, Brandon Thurston, like I said, he does a lot of TV yeah. stuff. He thinks WWE could get another 1.5%, so one and a half times what they get now, which would put them, he thinks, they're at 470 right now for per year, million, and thinks they could get a bump up to $705 million. Okay. Um, AEW... They think they could actually get three to four times. I did see that, yeah. Three to five times, based on their ratings alone, um, which it, would put them into the $170 million range per year, uh, which would be... Yeah, I don't doubt they're going to get the money. I just don't know if it's going to be with as high profile of a TV station as TNT slash TBS and Warner. That's... Yeah, I do, because, like... Honestly, that kind of money to get the number one show on cable, and then again, offer them, makes that in. Like, but the thing <clears> is, <throat> with all the other business decisions that they're making, that's yeah. not where they're probably, they don't be, give a shit about being number right. one on cable. They care about cutting costs. Right. The only thing they want to spend money on, shooty hoops. Like, the, the person in charge said that very clearly. Like, we want shooty hoops. That's what we care about. Well, he and I don't think... He, I think the game has a different name. Yeah. So it's actually January 23rd, 2023 is going to be his final bye-bye. Okay. Is what he's calling it. Great Moodle final bye-bye. Okay. At Yokohama Arena. We should go. So, um, 
I don't think we can. I'm pretty sure that they're still not letting regular people into Japan right now. And if monkeypox keeps people? going, they're regular. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like normal, average Joe. We're not famous. We're not athletes. We don't. Oh, okay. We're just regular citizens of like okay. average. I didn't know what you meant. I thought you meant average Joe. I thought that's how here. you were. Okay. Were I you just, taking no. a race, racial? Yeah, you should like, be better than that. I thought you were calling like Americans <laughs> regular people and Japanese like not regular people. <laughs> They're more regular than we are. We're the worst. Um, but no, no. Regular isn't like we're just regular ass common citizens. So we're not we, like famous or right, anything. If we purchased a package tour, we could go. <laughs> That's what it said. What else you got for River Forest Beach? That was it. But like, yeah. So like, you've seen those. We did that. I did that when I went to Costa Rica. Like it was yeah. like a ten day package. Right. And, and you get like yeah. all these different things snorkeling so if you and like shit. Package, you can do it. You're allowed to do it, but you can't just like come over there yourself. And gotcha. Do what you want? You have to do it with them. So that way, if somebody talk, gets COVID, they can. We need to talk somebody and have this go like with part us. of a tour package. And then we can buy that. Oh, that coffee's not warm anymore. So let's do these once and wills no, so we can, uh, it's glass, to dude. Using this. Oh, I don't have a choice. It's the coffee pot I have. What happened to the other one? That one held. It quit shit. working, so I had to buy a new coffee pot. How does a coffee pot quit working? It's fucking electronic and it quits fucking pouring water through the goddamn coffee you grounds the and then it doesn't oh, make any Keurig fucking coffee. Quit, the curie quit working? Yeah, so I have to oh. get a new coffee pot. So I got this fucking thing okay. now. And the only time to I me, do, the Keurig's different. And the only time this is a this problem is, the is the coffee today. Pot. This is a coffee pot. <laughs> no, that's a craft. That's a coffee machine. That's a craft. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, that's a craft. I mean, it is, but it's still a coffee pot. Like, that's... See, to me, the whole thing's the pot. That's the craft. Mm. Anyways, yeah. wants and wills for these four matches on Battle of the, of the Belts. I almost said Battle of the Bands. <laughs> yeah, Battle of the Bands. Yeah, I do hate that thing. But it's only a problem on Saturdays because I use the single cup. Right, that's true. And through the week, I pour it into a thermos that keeps it hot. Well, maybe I should just start pouring into my thermos and bringing the thermos down here. There you go. It's actually not a bad I guess idea. It's only three matches. Okay, well, what do we got? What's Either the, way. I only know one of them off the top of my head. It's the World's Women Championship, Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter. Oh, uh, Want and Will Thunder. Or Want, want Jamie, Jamie Will Thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I'm like, yep, nope, never mind. I, I used to love Thunder, but this rain has not been good. No. TNT Championship, mm -hmm. Wardlow versus Jay Lethal. Oh, Wardlow, all yeah. day, every day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Ring of Honor World Championship, Claudio versus Takeshita. That's probably going to be the match of the night, maybe oh, yeah. match of the week. Right. And it's Claudio. He just right. won it. He's not losing that already. No. I kind of want Takeshita, just because why not, but... I don't... I do, but not yet. Maybe they rematch six months down the line there and he takes go. it. But I also don't know if Claudio yeah, holds it for six months. I would like months, to see Because I don't know what's going to happen with Ring of Honor. Right. Right. I do want to see Takeshita hold some type of gold during his time in AEW. Dude, I'd be cool if they Ring just did a Ring of Honor show on Spike or something. Like He should be. He should be Joe. Well, they should do... I don't know what all... Stations they own. I don't even care if it's with the Discovery Warner. Yeah. Media shit like it can be anywhere for all I fucking care. I would just like a Ring of Honor. I miss Ring of Honor. They suck me in and then like they went away and like Tony's waiting for a TV deal and it's like dude like you don't need to wait. You already have eight YouTube shows. Start another one. They should be on Tuner Classic Movies. <laughs> I didn't know that was still a channel. So they own a lot still. Dude, they should put her CNN. Ring of Honor. They should put Ring of Honor on Adult Swim. You put on CNN. They own Cartoon Networks. Yeah. I guess I did know that. I just forgot. Yeah, they should just put it on Adult Swim at like midnight. On yeah, Saturdays I could watch it the next morning. Right. I don't know. Ring of Honor doesn't need that though. It's not an adult program. I'm just saying. 
AEW is more with the bleeding and shit than yeah. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor was more straight up wrestling when they went out. Yeah. But then they also have, yeah, TBS, TNT, True TV, Turner, TCM, yeah, Turner Classic Movies, Investigation Discovery, Travel Channel International, Discovery Channel. Sounds perfect to True TV to me. It's true. What's more yeah. real than professional wrestling, dude? Yeah. Oh, they could be on HGTV. I had to spend... I'm going to leave you buds with this. Discovery Turbo. We're going to leave you buds with this. I had to explain to the guys in my band the difference between real professional wrestling and that fake UFC stuff because they seemed to keep getting hung up when I said fake UFC stuff. Mm -hmm. And they didn't understand what that was, so I had to explain the fake fighty stuff that those guys do and that it's not real. Right. And they were like looking at me like I'm stupid. I'm like, guys, it's, it's fixed. It's like basketball. And then they got it. Yeah. And until next time, that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Oh, he ain't. Huh? Bye. What'd you say? You said something. I was, I don't know. I was going to say something and I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, I had something and forgot it. So, go away. Yeah. Get out of my face. Fuck right up. <laughs> we'll see you next week. See ya.